From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Marketing Matters on Business Radio. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Marketing Matters here on Business Radio Series XM 132. I'm Barbara Kahn, the Patty and J.H. Baker Professor of Marketing, and I'm joined by my co-host, Americus Reed, the Whitney M. Young Jr. Professor of Marketing and the Brand Identity Theorist. And today, we are talking about the marketing highlights from the 2024 Super Bowl. Super Bowl 58, Barbara. 58, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. who we want to spotlight in yes. this, this is yes, a yes. special moment for us, Absolutely. is the State Farm Advertising 100%. Campaign, because yep. they did something pretty iconic, and we'd like to unpack and what I, happened sorry, there. Before you jump in, Barbara, can I just say this? You ready for me? Okay. Like a good neighbor, <laughs> State Farm is deal. Okay, that wasn't my best Schwarzenegger, but you get the it point. It was close, absolutely <laughs> close. So that was the ad. It was that was the movie as yes. he uh, set it up uh-huh. on uh, who's a Jimmy Fallon's yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. And to talk about this and the idea and whether or not it went over, but I think it did go it did. over. It yes, did. yes, was Allison Griffin, who's State Farm's head of marketing. Welcome to our show, Allison. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It's uh, truly my pleasure. So let's, in case anybody didn't see it, which is like, what planet are they on? But <laughs> let's just assume. Why don't you just debrief very quickly what the ad was, and then we can unpack the campaign and what how you decided to do it, because uh, it was really an unusual ad and an unusual idea. Yeah, thanks so much. So it was a 60-second spot that appeared to start out like a movie where action hero agent State Farm Arnold Schwarzenegger is saving puppies and says, like a good neighbor, (laughs) State Farm is there. And then you realize, cut, cut, a director then says, hey, Arnold, it's neighbor. I'm hearing neighbor. And it then proceeds for 60 seconds, different scenarios saving from a house fire, a, a lady in labor from a, an explosion in a factory, a helicopter scene. So several uh, quintessential action hero spots where over and over Agent State Farm is saying neighbor mm. uh, sort of incorrectly. And, um, and then the twist at the end is uh, the script change comes in and Agent State Farm is actually replaced by an additional Agent State Farm in the form of Danny DeVito who delivers the line, the uh, iconic line, perfectly. And uh, at the end, Arnold says, Danny, you're a backstabber. And Danny says, no, I'm a backstabber. (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah, it was great. So, like, there was a lot to this ad. Like, you started off with having uh, Arnold joining Jimmy Fallon to break the news. And I watched that bit. That was hysterical. Hysterical. So, like... Did that come after the fact or that was all part of the campaign or like how did you build this whole thing up? So I'll I'll kind of take two steps back and I promise we'll get to the Fallon okay, okay. as part of it. Um, you know, so like any good marketer, you have a brief. And this year, our brief was solely cemented around our slogan, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Okay. Um, several years ago, when we were trying to sort of catapult the asset, Jake from State Farm, we also had a linear television Super Bowl ad where Drake from State right. Farm iconically delivered a line. And that we saw and learned that that Super Bowl execution kind of cemented the visibility of Jake from State Farm, reinvigorating that brand asset 
and we could then build over time yeah, from yeah, that yeah. moment. Yeah. Yes, I can yes. And see so that. we want to yeah. use this cultural moment to do the same for our slogan. Yeah. And this, let me, I want to jump in really quickly, Allison, because this is something I want to get your feedback in on, Allison, and you too, Barbara, the notion of the category. We're talking about insurance. And so it's not something you can see and touch. It's kind of a different product category, right? You don't really know you you don't really want to buy it, but you know you need it. And so the way you market that kind of a product is going to be completely different. You need a, a, a different way to connect with people. And is this part of the strategy here? Yeah, I here? mean that's what yeah. you're saying. I agree, and that's what Allison is saying. With insurance, you, the slogan is very meaningful, very meaningful. And the idea of doing an ad, which is what I think she's saying about that slogan, which right. is speaking to the. You Making it concrete. Proposition right. of the of the brand yeah. is a very yeah. interesting strategy. Yeah. So we are under no delusion that anyone in the country cares <laughs> at all about the category of insurance. I know. <laughs> Let alone, I'll say Gen Z, um, millennials, mm. younger millennials. Right. Their right. attention is is hard to catch. They are um, distracted across all the different avenues and platforms where their attention is being you know, sought after. Mm -hmm. And again, insurance is in a category that they'll stop and go, hmm, I wonder what about the insurance <laughs> right. category is doing today. Right. And so in order to set yourself right. apart, you know, humor is one that most of the category uses today. You can mm -hmm. see it pretty much across the board, but being relevant. So Jake from State Farm is one way we've become more and more relevant where 100%. he is the personification yes. of what it means to be a good neighbor. He's not a pitch man. He doesn't sell anything. He's just a good neighbor. Mm. And then the slogan, like a good neighbor state farm is there and the jingle, and the jingle. associated with it yep. is really important. And for young people today, and you guys, you know, sitting with college students more um, often every day than I am, you, you, you know this better than I do, but being able to break through and a brand to share its purpose and its meeting matters more and more today. Yep. Um, and so celebrating just the words like a good neighbor. And then from here, we will catapult into, well, what does that mean? Yeah, that's and what I was going to say. That's interesting because what you're doing in this ad is making the slogan literally more familiar, but you're not digging into the meaning of it because the execution of this ad isn't really about the meaning. Whereas with the Jake campaigns, it was about the meaning of what Jake was. Here, it's well, really about familiarity of the slogan. I'll say both things. We did have the the deliverer of the line is Agent State Farm, the superhero who okay. is there helping okay, fair you point. in every yeah, possible yeah. way. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Grandfather so I'll say a little bit. There was a yeah. little bit in there by design. But, yeah. but to the point, our goal for this year going into 2024 is to continue to unpack that meaning. So, mm -hmm. I mean, look, we know that the jingle is iconic. I mean, it's 100%. not unknown today, right? right People right, know it. Right. And but we want to reintroduce it to those who may not realize or pay attention. And to the point that you just stated, we want to continue to create meaning for it throughout the year. And right. so for us taking a step back, the brief was around the iconic slogan, um, making it famous. So then the creative, and now this is getting to, I know your question was Jimmy Fallon, right. but the creative for us, um, and every year, if you want to later talk about what we did in 21, 21, 22, 23, and, and then now 24, there was a lead up in how we came to I get actually here. did want to talk about that, but let's, okay. let's do okay, this good. one. Okay, <laughs> good. For this one, though, where, where we are is 
how do we cement it and then create meaning? And so the creative drove the celebrity. So I know there's a lot of talk in Super Bowl ads of cost and celebrities and do you need celebrities and mm. all of that. And we just our about that ourselves. Feeling, right. Right. Yes. <laughs> our feeling is that you the best creative is one where it couldn't just swap out, oh well we'll yep. approach this celebrity and right. if she can't do it, we'll go to her. Right. And if she can't do it, we'll go to this person down the line. Right. If Arnold wasn't available right. or willing, this spot would Wouldn't not have been absolutely one right. week. Right. That's right. That's right. 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 Okay. No, that's a that's a fantastic. All right. So point. we got the brief. We got the celebrity. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so now, so then we had we were like, all right. Well, if we've got Arnold, and we always had the creative was always around in action here on Agent State Farm because we've got nearly twenty thousand independent contractor State Farm agents across the country, and they're in communities in every zip code here in the United States, and they are doing these superhero type things for their communities every day. So there was like that notion of who are we? What do we mean? How do we, you know, get Arnold to to demonstrate this superhero-ness um, to lean into what do we mean that we can unpack for the rest of the year? And so how do we make the most interest around the spot if we're going to make the investment and if we're going to spend the time and energy to do a spot, then what's the surround? And the surround, including Jimmy Fallon, was, hey, let's for fun, launch a pretend trailer. So we started several weeks yeah, ago and so said, it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then, and we said nothing about it. We had an IMDb page. We had Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jake were caught by the paparazzi working out at Gold's Gym in <laughs> Los Angeles. Fantastic. Um, and really got paparazzi photos of them there, which was part of it, right? That mm -hmm. the two of them are working on a movie. And then um, and then slowly but surely thinking about, well, what would a movie star do if they truly were launching a new movie? They would go on Jimmy Fallon. Mm. And I'll pause here around Jimmy Fallon and say he's not just a celebrity we hired to be one of our current spots. He currently is in a service campaign around our jingle. Um, he shows up when someone says, are you joking? Uh, right, times. right. I've yes. seen that. Ad. He's yes. summoned. Um, so he's not a, around this topic because of that. We are working with him in a deeper collaboration, and we have Jimmy in the writing room with us. Oh, and so that was way before that's, this wow. spot, this particular spot. That's smart. And so when we huh. solidified the spot and when we knew what we were doing, we said, hey, Jimmy, you know, what do you think? And help us come smart. up with... Yeah. A spot. Oh, so, that, oh so that's a much bigger deal about Jimmy. Well, and, that's why you held, you held off for a second because right. the Jimmy Fallon point is a and much we bigger point. We were talking about humor that doesn't work. I mean, one of the best ways to mitigate that is to hire really good comedy <laughs> yeah. writers that, <laughs> like yeah, Jimmy Fallon yeah, and yeah. work with these most you know, and creative people. And he's also improv he's good at improv yeah. so that he can go with something and he can take it and move it in yep. interesting ways. And that makes it very interesting to then have Arnold come on the show. I mean, yeah. I didn't know all that backstory. That's awesome. That's really yeah. interesting yeah and it was fun so we worked with nbc and jimmy fallon um of course and arnold's team and, and jake from state farm so we had two segments on the the tonight show with jimmy fallon one was the typical arnold at the desk and he's let's say hawking his new movie yeah, yeah, um, yeah and jimmy was such a great a great support in how we rolled that part out and then in addition 
they did one of those game um, that the Tonight Show does yes. with some celebrities where they play a game in the you know the second segment, and we brought Jake from State Farm out. And if you watched that spot and noticed, um, the Roots were playing our jingle subtly yes, in yes. the background. So, um, so yeah. as you're talking through this, this is like a lot more depth than I expected. Yeah. It, you know, even in the Jimmy Fallon question. Well, so was that considered a paid ad or was that, I mean, did you have to pay to do that or how did that work? No. no. That's beautiful. We did not. The, the <laughs> other thing that I think is super interesting, Allison, is this idea of, and Barbara and I talk about it all the time. Uh, how the, the storytelling part, the narrative piece, and entertaining people, and you know, a story that runs through various different threads is very different when the when the promotional piece stops becoming the promotional thing necessarily, and it's more entertainment and creative and entertainment first. And In then, itself, oh, by the way, right. it it creates a connection of resonance for your brand potentially. Can you talk about that? We've talked about this, Barbara, flipping the sort of yeah, script, if you right, will. Right, right. It sounds like that was the strategy here. Is that correct, Allison? Yeah, a hundred percent. And that and that was where we were like this three sixty on steroids. It's you know, everything from the movie page and the paparazzi moment and creating a movie poster. Oh, we had a theme song, by nice. the way. Nice. Uh very, very popular TikToker Lauren Gray wrote the score as any action movie would have. Of course. A of course. James Bond, right? You've right. got a, a big famous score. And so so we did that. And then, of course, there was a concentric circle of Internet influencers that would do get ready with me videos uh, of lifestyle. We're going to the premiere. So we had a red carpet event. Wow. We so had, smart. Oh, my God. Yeah. Very deep. Yeah. yeah. It kept going. And then the other the other way to get more and more again, more the Gen Z um, younger audiences interested is we also contracted with very talented internet influencers who were artists all in different genres, um, like painting, wow. um, um, models, figures, um, songs, um, dancers, wow. you know, so, uh, there were, I think 13, we, we could get the exact number here. Um, if we need the exact number, but it was about 13 to 15 influencers who were all also driving excitement and interest around Agent State Farm, again, without anybody knowing that the actual joke um, was neighbor over and over yeah, and over, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So they were just sort of riffing on superhero and an agent being a hero. So it was subtly another way yeah. that our um, meaning was being interpreted to wider and wider audiences in the lead up to the actual spot. So what I like about this, in addition to what you're saying and in, in how it's building up this whole narrative and what, and what Americus was saying also, but what I like about it is you don't put all the weight on the commercial. Right. So if the commercial doesn't land, which is possible, you know, you might think it's funny, but maybe in the moment when it plays, it's not that funny. You have all this other stuff going. So you haven't invested all this money in one spot and then it falls flat, which we were just talking about. That happened to some brands. Their ads just didn't hit. You don't have that problem because you have so much else going on. And anything that happens that Well diversified creativity. Yeah, Yeah. is going to promote the slogan, which is what your point. So you can't lose. And and I'll I'll have one more layer here. This is so appropriate that it's insurance. It's it's so appropriate. Risk averse. Well thought out. It's going to be there for protection no matter what. Absolutely. Exactly right. We are not going to get caught flat footed. That is for sure. That's so Um, funny. The other concentric 
circle is our agents. And, and, you know, I, I never underestimate the power of those 20,000 independent contractors because what we did also in advance was prepare social content and heads up and excitement for what was going to happen so they weren't caught off guard out in a community somewhere. Got it. And they were ready en masse to attack the internet with their social posts and promotions and leaning into Agent State Farm. Right. And that was yet another way. And that's what I was saying Poppy was doing also. You have, so it's a a multi-pronged campaign. You don't just have the Super Bowl uh, commercial. You have all this stuff around it. So let's switch gears just a little because you mentioned this and I'm curious. So the historic State Farm ads were pretty interesting too and quite different from this. So can you talk about the campaign that happened before and a little bit a little bit background like you're giving on this campaign about those previous yeah, campaigns? Sure. sure. So last year we did a TikTok. So the last 2 years actually we did TikToks and I'll and I'll back up to tell you why. So so the one before that was Drake from State Farm that we already talked about. Right. That was to launch the asset Jake from State Farm and and start to cement it. Great. Check. Did it and he's become a cultural icon if I may right. say that. Mm-hmm. Um So then the next year we had, so we always look at the business conditions, the market, what's going on, what do we need, what are we looking to achieve when we think about the Super Bowl. And that year after Drake from State Farm and the launching of that asset, Jake, was we put Jake from State Farm on TikTok as an influencer. (laughs) He's over 1 million followers today. Oh, wow. getting pretty big, actually, already. Um, And at that time, we put him on in the month of November. And of course, the Super Bowl would be the following February. And we thought, we've got to, more than a linear spot on television, we need to drum up the interest and excitement around the TikTok account. So we did a contest where somebody could win being in a commercial with Jake. Mm. And that was the goal. So it wasn't about, we have to be on television this year. It was about make that TikTok platform, you know, right. create awareness and make it relevant. So that was that year. I'll pause. Should I keep going? Yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Yep. Okay. So then the next year, so we had a lot of success with TikTok and Jake's following grew quite a bit then. And we've since continued to get smarter and smarter about that asset and about that platform. Um, so it continues to grow. But then the next year, of course, the question comes up, hey, are we going to do a Super Bowl ad this year? And what we knew was we had stadium naming rights Mm. last year. Mm. It was at, the Super Bowl was at State Farm Stadium. Mm. And we were thinking to ourselves, well, I don't need to buy a 30 or 60 second spot on television. My brand's going to be on television for four hours. So we aren't aware of brands leaning into stadium naming rights in a way we did last year. So as you know, typical, or at least last year, viewing um, for the Super Bowl is about 110 million people. And um, we had the naming rights. Um, so we we're like, okay, that's good. How do we create interest in the brand, but do it on TikTok again to drive Jake and again to be creative and think out of the box. And again, the creative drives the execution. Because we had naming rights, there was the biggest TikToker at the time, Kabi Lame. Mm. And he uh, very famously yes. shrugs. I, he speaks... Zero. So I'm hoping in a podcast, this is coming off. Imagine me going. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) But we had an activation on TikTok that said, 
we don't need to go to the big game. The big mm. game has come to us Ooh. with Kobe pointing at the wow. stadium logo. Wow. And that TikTok got 220 million views wow. on its own. Wow. And so we thought that was That's a, a really good compliment to Allison the- Griffin. State Farms head of marketing. This is unbelievable. And so that that was a mic. That was so that was a flex. <laughs> so I, I just I'm not I, you know, it's hard. I, I'm thinking insurance. Why are you all so cool at State Farm? <laughs> Why are you so good at at this? This is incredible. It's like this is so amazing. Like, How do you come up with these ideas and, and, and like make sure that they're so deep and so well thought out and so well executed? I mean, how does this happen? So we've done a lot, you know, we've refreshed our brand in 2020 um, and knew, you know, the leadership of the company was on a march toward making the brand cool and setting ourselves apart. Because, listen, uh, it's a tough category. It's competitive. We actually have the smallest of the budgets of our competitors Mm. in the market, um, which is well known and documented, not sharing anything um, Mm -hmm. private there. And so in order to punch above our weight and in order to resonate, especially with younger and younger audiences, because look, we all know any global marketer, not just the U.S., not just insurance, there's a tsunami of wallets in young millennials, Gen Zs, and now even Gen Alphas coming that the world has never seen. Yes. And they are a tough audience to reach. We know that having a great State Farm app can't just compare to another insurance industry app. It's that the standard is Amazon yeah. or Apple yeah. or things. And so right. we're smart enough to know that this... the global market is dictating attention where people are paying attention. And if we need to set ourselves apart, we've got to be innovative and cutting edge. And our whole mission is to create the conditions over time that allows us to take advantage of things like the Mama Kelsey moment. Well, that was what I was going to ask you because you had in your old ads Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes and all that in your old... But how did all that play into it? Because those ads were very different from what you're talking about. They seemed almost hokey. Like, Andy Reid's not that good an actor, you know? I mean, so like... it was very he's lovable. So what we do is contextually relevant ads. So that's not our general market ad. We only play the um, football ads in football. So... He's ah. known there. He plays yep. there. We yep. only play the NBA ads in NBA play. Target marketing. Play. Ah. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have general market is where you'll see someone like a Jimmy Fallon or a Ludacris. Ah. That we That's genius. Or yeah. Jake himself or just the representation of an agent and no celebrity. 100%. So the point is you'll never, ever see an Andy Reid ad outside of the football context, no Uh, matter what. That's that's smart. Uh. And I love the idea, Barbara. The point is that, you know, all of this investment right now for these younger people, at some point they're going to say, hmm, I guess I need some insurance. What's going to (laughs) be popping in their mind? Of course. It'll be be there. It's top of the funnel. It's going to be there, man. That's a top of the funnel strategy. But that's interesting because I didn't realize it was a local ad because, of course, Andy Reid was in the Super Bowl. So he became a national figure. Um, So I thought... And we we were so fortunate um we had Travis Kelsey in an ad before any of this Taylor Swift came up mm-hmm. um you know we filmed those last summer the Mahomes and Maato and <laughs> so that was an interesting you know again create the conditions to which you could take advantage of a moment in the moment and but look it takes a lot of intestinal fortitude and to go and 
take a risk like that, especially in the insurance category yes, where we right. are in the risk business. <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Not well our played. favorite thing to do is taking big risks, right. but, um, but creating those, those moments. And so when, um, Taylor Swift showed up to Travis's game one week later, we had Jake from state farm in the stands, but not at a chiefs game, of course, famously, right at an Eagles game supporting right. the wow. other brother. There you right. have it. Exactly, right. Yeah. And that Flag is like the fly, biggest baby. story. People yep. are talking about that Kelsey story is the biggest story in the, our cultural moment. Well, Allison, thank you so much for joining us today. And so now that you've told us this deep, deep marketing strategy, where can our listeners go to follow what you're doing and everything that's going on at State Farm? Oh, gosh, I'm on LinkedIn, and um, I love talking about marketing. So you certainly that, do. Well, you're very good at it. <laughs> and you're excellent at it. <laughs> well, thank you. And I love so the I 360 love campaign. It's great. There. Yeah. Well, yeah, thanks. Thank you. And, and this year, we're excited about continuing to lean into our jingle. You'll see more and more and fun activations around the actual notes gotcha. are coming Ooh. soon to a, wow. to a commercial near you. Oh, very that's very cool. Ah, well, that's all we have time for today. We'd like to thank our producers, Dion Simpkins and Dana Cash. We're here every Wednesday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and we replay our show several times throughout the week. This has been Marketing Matters. I'm Barbara Kahn, here with America's Read, Business Radio, Sirius XM 132.